Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right, so I uh, received this email without even the suggestion of a, hi, how are you? Starts this way. Talk show hosts are the paid stooges fronting for the ruling establishment. They're all paid mercenaries working for the status quo and peddle the boss's politically correct propaganda, which always rails against the white man and our dwindling numbers. Sleazy, slimy talk show hosts always sound and appear so friendly on radio and TV as if they're your next-door neighbor. On and on it goes. So, uh, why did I start the show with that? Because we're going to be talking about media at the start of the show. And specifically, political journalists. Now, you know, just putting those two words together, that's very impressive. And so if you have a business card that even suggests you're a political journalist, you know, there's a fair sense of ego going along with that particular distinction or perceived distinction. Dr. Tim Voss is an associate professor at the Missouri School of Journalism, and uh, he conducted a major study in interviewing political journalists who worked for some of the largest news organizations in the United States, and he found that most political journalists have an elitist view of democracy and have expectations of what voters should restrict themselves to. Dr. Tim Voss joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So, Dr. Voss, it really is an us and them. There's the uh, there's the political journalist, and then there's the rest of us. Well, I suppose uh, political journalists do uh, some specialized work on behalf of the rest of us to try to keep us uh, informed about what our politicians are up to and what's going into policy uh, decisions and, and, and the like. Do you find do you find that the term journalism is a bit fluid these days? That um, it's very difficult to just have a specific definition of of what it is you do within the broader field of journalism. Well, in this particular study, we started out with the assumption that we were looking at journalists who covered uh, state legislatures and the U.S. Capitol. Right. So we sort of started with the. Um, assumption that we were talking about a certain kind of journalist. But you, you, you raise a good point because there's a there's a greater diversity of journalists uh, out there that deal with politics, including talk show hosts. Including talk show hosts, absolutely. And, and one of the things that I've uh, said to people over the last number of years anyway is that as the numbers of reporters have dwindled in the news business, uh, it is less likely that you're going to be a specific specialist covering something that you might have covered previously, you're going to become, just by default, more of a generalist reporter 
But um, I don't know whether you agree or don't agree with that. Well, well I mean, uh, one thing that our study uh, uncovered is that, indeed, journalists, political journalists have a lot less resources at their disposal than they used to. And this has uh, made them compromise on their ideals in a variety of ways. One of them is uh, that they've become uh, generalists, as, as you say. The other is that it, it sort of reduces them to talking to the same old folks over and over again. And those are people who are in a position to bring about change. And hence, they're not uh, paying attention to to folks who are maybe up-and-comers or outside of the mainstream who have ideas that might really be important in the future but aren't, you know, uh, on the agenda at the moment. So those are the sorts of compromises. Yeah, I'm just looking at what's happened over the last number of years, just from my perspective sitting at this desk talking to people from uh, all over Canada, certainly callers from the United States and emails from people who listen to us in far-flung places globally, which, of course, you can do now online. Mm-hmm. And, and right. there's this increasingly challenged relationship between mainstream media and maybe the political commentators particularly and listeners and or readers. And that's just, as I said, been growing uh, for several years. The temperature has been rising. And now it's become a battle often fought by politicians who become surrogates one side for one side or the other, and definitely it's fought out on the airwaves and the pages of newspapers. So the relationship is contentious, but how contentious has it become between the consumer and the political journalist? Let's start with that. Well, um, we addressed a part of that in in the study, and the part that we looked at was how journalists thought about the diversity of viewpoints in their stories. And they had a much narrower view of what should go into a story than what it appears most folks do. So that's already a point of separation where political journalists are seen as tied to uh, institutions that are already declining in trust and to politicians who have even less trust. So uh, in, in, in that sort of relationship, journalists are already aligned with uh, those who are at the elite levers of power. So that's part of the the disconnect right there. The other is that, and and this was sort of the substance of the study, we found that journalists had a view of democracy that was not altogether shared by the rest of the population. And that was what we call an elitist or administrative view of democracy, where it really focuses on, uh, again, the folks who are in power, can make decisions, and uh, can can affect uh, what sort of policies get passed. But there are other kinds of of democracy uh, that involves citizens being engaged in uh, discussion and debate with each other. That's a, a kind of democracy that plays out, frankly, in talk radio. It, it does. Uh, and, and talk radio, I think, is one of the truly honest environments I mean, there's always the exception to the rule, but for the most part, it, it is a, tr- a really open democratic environment. Now, at the University of Missouri School of Journalism, you found, as you just said, that many national journalists see democracy differently to the belief many everyday Americans have of uh, democracy. We're talking about your country now, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so how, do the, how do these journalists, what's their view of democracy 
at its most fundamental, and how does it differ at its most fundamental from that other person who's the consumer? Yeah. Well, this again, this administrative view of democracy, it basically suggests that democracy is best when political power is held by those with expertise. So it looks at, uh, at uh, government uh, by experts. Mm-hmm. And uh, the basic idea, the, the, the notion of journalism then is you just make sure that those in power are actually experts or that they're morally fit to hold office. And if they, if they show incompetence or they're not morally fit, then you uh, alert the American people uh, and the uh, voters will vote them out of office. And it, it's an idealized view of democracy and journalism's relationship with it. It's maybe one that seems, uh, that, that view of how journalism and democracy work together seems less true uh, in the, in the uh, Trump era because politicians or, or, or uh, political reporters have exposed you know, wrongdoing by, by Trump, but it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. No, I mean, that theory that, uh, that they provide the information, they being the, the journalists provide the information, the consumers absorb the information and then get out, you know, vote and get out of the way for a four-year period, yeah. that was squarely kicked in the teeth on November the 8th. Yeah. And, and just viewing uh, governance as a matter of expertise yeah. doesn't really align with how a lot of people think about democracy. Anything would, is, is, is anything going yeah. to change in the short term? In the short term, I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it will be, uh, you know, re- reflection on the part of uh, part of political journalists. There seemed to be a willingness to do that after the election in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But, again, the other thing that we find out in this study is that Political journalists are just tremendously overworked, so uh, there's there's not a whole lot of opportunity to, you know, try to reinvent political journalism. There's not the time and the the resources to do that. Okay. So that's what makes me sort of pessimistic in the short term. Yeah, uh, I think it's up to the journalists to uh, to change. It's not up to the uh, it's not up to the consumer to change. It's up to the journalist to provide the truth and the information and opinion. In the, in the talk radio uh, world, but then it, it's time for us to not ignore our consumers and, uh, and, and the political journalists' consumers, because ultimately they're the people who pay, pay the bills. Fascinating stuff, Dr. Voss. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, I appreciate exactly. it. Have a great day. Right. Okay, thanks, Roy. Uh, Dr. Tim Voss from the University of Missouri School of Journalism. So the, uh, the political journalists have their own view of probably not surprising you too much here. Political journalists have their own view of what the world looks like and what democracy's like, and they just see their responsibility to provide you their their vision of it. And then it's really up to you to absorb that, accept it, vote, and then get out of the way for four years until the next election. It's not the way it is anymore. It might have been that way for quite a few years, but it's not that way anymore. People are saying, no. Absolutely not. I'm not accepting that. And this is where the sort of the disconnect has happened between mainstream media and and many consumers of media. Because you're now saying, this is what we want. And they're saying, uh, this is what you're going to get. And you're saying, no, 
this is not what we're going to get because we're going to look for our news elsewhere. It's a very competitive world, and the I just found this to be, frankly, I found it to be irritating that uh, they found that many of the major national journalists in the United States have this view that they are the ones who know what democracy is about. They're the elitists. They will tell you and me what it's about. And we will then, based on their knowledge and their experience and their use of multisyllabic words, we will then go out and vote the way they instruct us to vote. That's why newspapers endorse candidates and political parties. They're telling you to go vote that way. Well, I'm saying no. My responsibility in this job is to have a conversation with you. My responsibility is to debate issues with you. My responsibility is to listen to you. And I'll give you my opinion, too. But I'm not going to sit here ever, and I'm a, I guess, political journalist, because I, well, I'm in journalism and I'm a political junkie. Um, but my responsibility is to, is, to, is to inform and debate and listen and not to tell you this is the way it is and this is the way you're going to behave based on what I'm telling you. Not going to work. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. 800-263-2428 is the number. So, um, do you have confidence? Do you have confidence in media, in journalism? Uh, do you do you have confidence? Do you have enough confidence in the people you listen to, the people you watch, and the people whose material you read that you would vote based on what they tell you? Do you have enough confidence in people in the media that you feel? Yeah, this is somebody I can trust. This is somebody I'm going to listen to. This is somebody whose advice I may take. Or has that all gone for you? 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Was there an incident somewhere along the way where a story was so badly reported on, as far as you're concerned, that you just gave up? You said, this is, you know the term now, right? Fake news. 800-263-2428. Let's talk when we come back. 